Welcome to Bussin', the Greenville Transit Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Predmore, and I'm also the Executive Director of Greenville Connects, an advocacy coalition working to expand resources for public transit in Greenville. If you've been following along on our podcast, you know that I've been riding with elected officials and community leaders for the last couple of seasons. This season, we're trying something new. We're still riding the bus, but the voices you will hear are the voices of GreenLink riders. We want to give you a chance to hear their transit stories directly from them. We're back on the bus today, and we're riding all sorts of places and meeting all sorts of people. It's still a typical summer day, and the bus is full, again, with friendly faces, as many riders greet each other, saying hello at the end of a long day. Some chat to each other, and it makes it easy to strike up a conversation with our first rider of the day, Sandy. I'm going home right now. I do a lot of walking, but when I have to go long distance, I'll take the bus. Well, it will be good to go to more places and more frequent. Sometimes the buses, if they're a little late, already the other buses have left. And unfortunately, I have to wait another 45. I can walk home, but if I have heavy uh, groceries, which I do a lot of times, then I have to stay here and wait because... You know, usually I walk home. The only reason I'm not walking home right now is because of the rain. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, like I said, the only issues that I have a lot of times is, um, you know, uh, like sometime when you miss it. Or I wish, you know, it comes a little bit. They had, like, both ways going. But overall, it, you know, I have never, and I've been here 10 years now. So I've been taking the bus for 10 years. <laughs> I have a good community. I go to the Crop uh, Center, which is, uh, you know, it, it, they have the silver sneaker uh, workout. Uh, so they have, you know, they, we have a nice group of uh, seniors and, and it's fun. You know, we get together for lunch and a lot of times. And, uh, and I found out, and I found an apartment right here at the senior housing, which is, like I said, I walk everywhere. Sandy brings up an excellent point. While transit is great for connecting people across longer distances, walking is the best way to get around and should be prioritized. According to the U.S. EPA in a 2017 study, transportation in the United States accounts for just over one quarter of all greenhouse gas emissions. To eliminate that burden, we need to reduce the number of cars on the road. Building our neighborhoods and towns to prioritize pedestrian movement over cars is one of the best ways to do that. It also creates a stronger sense of community as mixed-use developments allow people to connect with those around them. A walkable neighborhood becomes particularly important for older adults, for whom physical activity and active transportation are critical for healthy aging in place. The reality is, at some point in time, everyone will have to stop driving, either due to health reasons or age. Transit then becomes vital for getting people around. This is something we need to prepare and account for. As we build, we need to think about how people get around. New real estate projects should consider where the nearest bus stop is or if they can sponsor a new one for increasing accessibility. Our next writer talks about how the accessibility of bus stops makes a difference in getting around. Equine boy. Going to East North Street. Coming from my uncle's house. Man, that'd be excellent. They'd be asking to come every 15 minutes, every 10 minutes or somewhere in there, you know. If they can figure out a, a better system, a better way how to maneuver around. Basically, if they can keep up with the, the bigger cities, this would be a better place for everybody, you know. Seriously, that's trying to ride the bus. Where I stay at on East North Street, it's a McDonald's. And right across the street, it used to be a, um, a bank, BB&T used to be across the street before they changed the trulers. The bus stop used to be right there. 
but then they moved all the way to the top of North Pleasantburg Drive. So that's from the top of North Pleasantburg all the way down to where I stayed. That's like maybe 15, 20 minute walk. So I wish it was down right there because I can easily come out the house, go across the street and go right there and get on the bus. And bus stops aren't the only upgrade people are requesting. While GreenLink runs efficiently with the money it has, it's not enough to provide the services people need. Our next writer, Eddie, sums it up perfectly. My name is Eddie. Today I'm just now getting off from work. I'm a sous chef at the Western Poinsett Hotel. I do the uh, morning shift. I've been doing it over 30 years. The bus works good for me. Even though it starts out at 5.30, I only live like five minutes away. But coming home in the afternoon, this time of day, it is a big, big help. The only thing I have, I'm from the north, which is from New Jersey, New York. I'm used to the system running 24 hours a day. Even with the Saturdays, it's good that they're running it a little later, but then at the end of the day, getting back home is, is trouble. Even on Sunday, I just don't get it. You know, people are living seven days a week. What good is me riding the bus six days when I need it the seventh day? So what is the community, what is the city doing with the money that we are gathering up? We should be able to ride the bus on Sundays to get to where we want to go. They're putting all that money in and it's not helping the people that really, really, really need it. The working class. If I got to leave out of here going to New York, Washington, wherever, why should I have to catch an Uber or stuff when the bus is right here for us? This is a small southern town. It's not like a big Atlanta or a New York or one of those cities. They're not making it feasible for people to get around. So what do you think about Eddie's point? Why don't we have transit to the airport? While there currently aren't buses running to the airport, there are recent talks in the community about remedying that problem. Last month, the Upstate Mobility Alliance was awarded $100,000 from SCDOT, that's the South Carolina Department of Transportation, to run a study on the usefulness of a transportation hub at the airport. The consultant will work with upstate transit authorities, including Greenlink and Greenville, Sparta and Spartanburg, Catbus and Clemson, Electric City Transit and Anderson, and the GSP Airport. The study should be done in December of 2023. Since the upstate region's population will reach 1.75 million by 2040, we sure hope the project gets passed. Let's hear the rest of what he has to say. It's hard, really. And then the way that you can't up north, if I want to get off at this stop, why should I have to ride 50 miles? I'm a senior citizen. Why should I have to ride out of my way to walk all the way back up to where I live? I don't get it. I mean, it's good to get me back and forth to work. Thank God that I live close by. But I'm not just thinking about me. I'm thinking about the other people. You have people that are actually senior citizens. Why should they be let off five blocks away from their house? Where they let me off, I got to walk back up eight more blocks to get home. Come on. So the bus is good to a degree. It gets me close by. But still it'll be closer. If I can get off where I pull the bus in, it's at a red light. It's not like in the middle of traffic or anything. That's a statement we've heard from a few individuals. The bus stops don't feel close enough for many commuting by bus. First, let's address his last statement. The bus can't stop at a red light, even if it's more convenient for riders because of safety. A red light's not a designated stop. Designated stops have been built where it's safer for passengers to load and unload. Stopping at an improper location increases the chance of injuries and traffic accidents. In addition to safety, stopping at improper locations reduces the consistency of the bus as it would require the bus driver to stop at different locations for different individuals. 
This would make the bus get off route and off time, making it harder for people to accurately plan where to find the bus and when it would be arriving. Now, let's talk about the broader issue of bus stops. More bus stops alone won't help solve the problem of route accessibility. It's one that starts at home, literally. (laughs) It's hard to build a bus system to serve the needs of a community that sprawls far and wide. Suburban sprawl requires a longer bus line, which leads to longer bus routes, more stops, and thus requires more money to operate. If we want more bang for our collective buck, we need to densify. That means building mixed-use developments where people can easily walk to meet friends, shop businesses, or work out with their friends, as Sandy mentioned at the beginning of the episode. It also makes it easier to put bus stops at key intervals in more accessible ways. Instead of one bus stop serving a community of 30 houses spread along a winding neighborhood road, a bus stop can be steps away from an apartment complex serving 100 to 200 units. We need to build our cities smarter so that we all benefit. Throughout this season, we aim to share the stories of the Greenlink riders, their frustrations, their loves, their aspirations for improving the system. By listening to their experiences, we hope to offer you, our listeners, a fresh perspective on public transit and its significance in our community. This is the voice of three riders. Unprompted, they join the voices of other riders asking for more buses going more places more often. Expanding transit would mean a higher quality of life for them, their employers, and their families. We're going to keep riding to meet more Greenlink riders this season. Join us next week to hear from some everyday voices who use transit to get to work and back home again, and everywhere in between. Have you been listening for a while and you want to help make transit better? So do we. Join our coalition and find out about the ways you can help build better transit. Visit our website and sign up for our monthly newsletter. To get started, go to greenvilleconnects.org. Let's get more buses going more places more often. Bus in the Greenville Transit Podcast is produced by Podcast Studio X. Mm-hmm.